from API. This is Energy Tomorrow Radio, your source for information and conversation about the most important energy issues of the day. Welcome to Energy Tomorrow Radio. I'm your host, Jane Van Ryan. This week I had the opportunity to tour the Kern River Basin near Bakersfield, California, home to one of America's oldest and most prolific oil fields. Oil was first discovered there in 1899 when two men noticed oil seeping naturally from underground along the Kern River. They dug a shallow well by hand and touched off an oil rush. Well, since 1899, a total of 2 billion barrels have been produced from the field that's expected to hold something near 3.5 to 4 billion barrels. The uh, easy oil in Kern River has been long produced. Uh, the oil we're making today is more difficult, more technically challenging, more costly to produce. I expect that as we continue to produce the field over another 30, 40, 50 years, those challenges will even grow. That's Jeff Hatlin of Chevron, a senior petroleum engineer who also served as our tour guide. For several hours, he led a few bloggers and me through the sprawling 11,000-acre patch of sandy desert where engineers and geoscientists use a process called steam flooding to coax the thick, black, heavy oil out of the ground. We're taking water from the field, filtering it, softening it, recycling it into these generators, and generating steam. Thousands of barrels of steam a day. The process is made efficient over the years by the introduction of a lot of technologies from the automobile industry, from uh, automation processes, such that we are constantly improving our steam generation process. So it's one thing to generate the steam. What do we need to do with the steam? We need to get it in the ground, about 1,000 feet down in this field. The process for doing that is to collect the steam from these sources, distribute them over the 20 square miles of this field, and get that steam into between 700 and 1,000 injection wells. About 200 barrels of steam a day at 1,000 PSI is coming into that well and going down into the ground. The process of this well is to get the steam into exactly the right layer at exactly the right volume. That's done through a bunch of technologies that assure the amount of steam getting in this well is exactly what we need. That steam, by the way, is about 450 to 500 degrees Fahrenheit. Once that steam enters the sandstone that the oil is in, it migrates through that sand, heating up the oil, causing it to become mobile. Once mobilized, it drains into producing wells like you see here. Jeff says oil production at Kern River appeared to peak and decline several times during the oil field's 110-year history, but innovation and new technologies helped to find new oil and bring it to the surface. Today, Kern River produces about 80,000 barrels of oil a day for more than 9,000 wells. At one point, he takes us to a promontory where we can look out over a large section of the field. It is a forest of pump jacks lifting the viscous oil from the sandy terrain, and there are miles of silver piping carrying steam underground to heat the oil so it can flow through the rock and sand into the wells. Senior geologist Dale Beeson says technology has helped to find oil in nine layers of sediment laid down by the Kern River over the past several million years. His 3D computer model of the field shows where the oil exists in pockets of sand and sandstone 
from 500 to more than 1,000 feet below the surface. With the use of this type of technology, we're able to look at the big picture rather than just small parts of the big picture and then assess where we wish to focus our opportunity development. Dale's sophisticated computer projects a portion of the model on a huge flat panel screen covering one end of a conference room. Using a mouse, he isolates the southern portion of the field, slices through it to show a cross-section of the strata, and makes it revolve and move so it can be viewed from several angles. The oil deposits gleam a brilliant red. We use this information to predict where we have barrels of oil that remain behind in this field that has produced for over 100 years. We then can target those barrels of oil that are not currently being produced by our active borehole completions. Chevron uses clean-burning natural gas and a process called cogeneration to power the field and feed electricity to Southern California Edison. It also has launched 53 separate projects designed to save energy by increasing efficiency. Even the friction inside pipes has been reduced. And waste has been virtually eliminated. More than half of the underground water that comes up with the oil is filtered using walnut shells and other processes and is used to irrigate California's farms and orchards. What will we be producing 30 years from now? I'm confident this field will be in production and generating lots of value for the state of California, but uh, I can't exactly predict. I'm sure it's more than uh, a couple hundred million barrels. The technologies and best practices learned at the San Joaquin Valley oil field are now being used at other heavy oil fields around the world, including Indonesia and the partitioned neutral zone between Kuwait and Saudi Arabia. They are just some of the high-tech solutions that are delivering oil to consumers in the United States and elsewhere. I want to thank the people of Chevron for allowing us to see the Kern River field. For more information about the field and the technologies being used to produce the oil safely, efficiently, and in an environmentally sound manner, please go to www.chevron.com forward slash delivering energy forward slash oil forward slash reservoir management. Thank you for joining us on Energy Tomorrow Radio, brought to you by the people of America's oil and natural gas industry. For more information about this podcast or to submit questions for future shows, visit energytomorrow.org. That's energytomorrow.org.